And we're back once again, my lovely people. Oh my goodness. And today is election day. And sadly, I, I tried. I really did. I honestly did. Apparently, you have to be in the state for 30 days before you can actually vote. And I'm also kind of sort of, I guess, registered in California and uh, all sorts of fun things. But that shouldn't exclude you from going out there and trying to vote. I went to two places, and they were like, you need to go here. And then they were like, you were here? Well, I've only been here for like two, three weeks or whatever. And they're like, eh, you got to be here for a couple of days. So it is your civic duty, if not for yourself and voting for who you believe, do it for me. Vote for who you believe would be the right person. Now, it'd be really awesome if you voted for the person that, you know, I plan on voting for and... You know, then we can kind of split the vote, you know, or whatever. But this, uh, it's, it's your duty, man. You should go out there and, and uh, do some voting. It'd be a good time. I tried, but, I'm you know, I apparently I can't. So, at least not this time. But next time, motherfucker, I'm going to be voting the shit out of, out of what's going on. Um, which will be super cool, right? Like, why not? Fill in some bubbles, do your thing. Takes all of about ten minutes. Bam. Done. And you get a kick-ass sticker. I'm really bummed. I really am. I wanted to vote, damn it. I was so looking forward to it and waving it in people's faces, but now, uh, well, shit. Super lame. Especially if uh, a certain golden-headed motherfucker happens to win it and, you know, maybe some kid from Idaho could have tipped the scales. Who knows? But, oh well. Here we are. Anyway... Uh, don't got any new emails for you guys, sadly to say, but new news. Uh, obviously, it's election day, like I was saying, so go on vote, motherfucker. And if you have, and depending on when you listen to this, be like, we voted, now we have a new president, and and this is irrelevant. Um, other new news. So, was talking about some of the, uh, um, other recording stuff that I kind of got going. And it's super cool. Um, picked up the one. And about to get the manuscript for the second one. Uh, and the one that I just currently read the uh, first chapter, first preface to, it's a little long, but it's it's a, it's a page-turner, let me tell you. Um, it's uh, slightly fictitious history, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's stuff that happened. Um, and it's all about, like, the Zulu warfare and, and the English and what they had to do to, you know, quell that particular uprising or however it's going to go. I don't know much about the Zulus or... That, that war that happened with a bunch of people getting stabbed, shot, and whatnot in Africa. Not a fun time, from what I understand. And hopefully one that we don't ever need to repeat. Yeah, so I got that one going. I got another one that's slowly on its way uh, to being in my hands and me reading them. And it'd be fun. And uh, Twelfth Night slowly but surely making its way. We should be doing some filming this weekend once I kind of get some answers going and and uh, borrow the time of people that are around, and and it'll be great. It'll be wonderful. And then we'll knock that out, and we'll start moving things forward and getting things all arranged. And then finally, once we get it all together, we'll put some music to it and make it sound nice, and then it'll be fucking done, and it'll be good. And then we'll never have to do it again, hopefully. But it was kind of fun, you know. We Making a movie is... Oh, it it takes a lot out of you. That's that's for sure. So if you kids are thinking on getting into the film industry or making your own movies and things, it it there it's a lot of th uh, stuff that goes on, a lot more things than you thought. 
Or at least certainly me. But then again, I jumped in the deep end like I usually do. It wasn't like a short film where I was like, oh, whew, that was... Imagine if this was a feature. Holy crap. No, no, no. I decided to go like, ah, fuck it. Why don't we make a movie? Let's make a movie, guys. And they went, yes. And now they all... Well, they don't hate me, I don't think. I haven't really asked in the face. But they probably are quite unhappy with the long hours and near-death experiences that I made them made them do, you know? But we have that. It's another thing moving forward. I'm adding that to my life resume. I'm putting that on things to go like, I did this, man, and it's and it's cool. Although I was mostly just a figurehead, it all kind of worked out, man. Like, it was cool. Like, imagine what you can do with just a couple of friends. I, I get, you know, you get by with a little help from your friends, and man, oh man, it certainly is proof of that. Okay, um, I think that's about it. That's new with me. Let's see. Still working away. It's good stuff. Um, and reading and doing this. And man, my days are just filling up just so fast. Like, there's not a whole lot of time for me anymore to do really a whole lot of anything. You know, just to, like, maybe my weekends. But even they, you know, like, I gotta section them out. I gotta, I gotta plan ahead. I gotta, I gotta know who's doing what, when, where. And it, it becomes its own sort of job where eventually... I can totally see why people use horse tranquilizers on their off time, because good God, man, like, I, I kind of want to look forward to that, like, it's Friday night, and then I wake up, like, Sunday evening going, oh, God, what happened? And I go, like, it was wonderful. It was the best thing. Unless I had a nightmare, I guess. Although if I didn't dream and just went black and then woke up going, or whatever. I don't know. Not saying I'm endorsing horse tranquilizers, but I feel like I could use one. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Are you kids ready to get back into the Bible? The good book? Halfway through the Genesis chapter book thing that we're making our way through? Making my way down fat. Uh, alright. Anyway. Alright, so back we go. Uh, what happened last time? Oh, yeah, he almost killed, uh, Isaiah, or Isaac. That's it. He almost killed Isaac, which it seems like he kind of, Isaac kind of went into, you know, brood mode, you know, because it was just like, and we brought you a wife. Uh, that's nice. And it all worked out. Oh, yeah. And Sarah died. Yeah. Sad days. Hmm. Not a good time. Although she was like 120 something. So, you know, those old bones should have almost been dust by that time. And Abraham's still kicking on, so good God, man. Like, he's just got to be rickety like an old fucking rocking chair. <sighs> oh, yeah, and, uh, heck, what was her name? I don't Whatever. Isaac's wife. Good times. I'm sure we'll learn, relearn what her name is. For those of you listening to the thing back-to-back, <laughs> -back, this must sound totally moronic. Um, cool. All right. Genesis chapter 25. Uh, then again, Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah. All right, cool. And she bare him Zimran, Jokshan, and Medan, and Midan, Midian, and Ishbak, and Shua. All right, so this guy for one, two, three, four, five, six, assumingly six more years, was just pounding away at this new girl, however, whatever age she was. And, uh, apparently at a hundred and fuck, uh, ancient, uh, these salmon still swimming upstream. I mean, that's, that's impressive. 
Oh no, this oh no, I'm slightly I'm glancing ahead and I'm seeing that this is another one of those begat chapters. Oh. Okay, injunction beget Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Ashim and Litrim and Luminim, and sons of Midian, uh Ephaf Ephaf Ephah was Ephah and Ephur and Hanak and Abadah and Ooh, Abadah's cool. And Eldah. All these were children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had. <coughs> oh, I don't know what happened. You ever have that thing where like some of your saliva just goes like, and fuck your throat, and then that's pretty much what it is. Um, and Abraham gave all that he had in- unto Isaac. Good. All right. Wonderful. And unto the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. Oh. Not a whole lot of, uh, you know, rules about the whole, you know, stay only to your wife bit. You know, you can have concubines on the side. And you can have sons and daughters and things with them. Uh, which Abraham had. Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac, his son, while he yet lived eastward into the, unto the east country. So all these little horses happen to be just like, here, here is your fire truck, and get the fuck out. Okay? Get out of here. My son Isaac's running the show. Get out of here. Get out of here. Ugh. Okay. And these are the days, the years of Abraham's life, which he lived, and hundred three score and fifteen years. What was that? Twenty? Yeah. Score is twenty, so he's like three hundred and no, no. hundred and maybe it's no, no, I don't remember. Uh, fifteen. So let's just just I don't know. Fuck it. He's like a hundred and fifty. Uh, or seventy-five. I don't know. When Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age, like almost double the age, uh, an old man and full of years and was gathering to his people, and his son Isaac and Ishmael buried him in a cave of Machpelah in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar, the Hittite, which is before Mamre. Oh, did we get buried at the same place that Sarah did, or did Sarah get the cave and, and he got like a field? Uh, the field which Abraham purchased, the sons of Heth, there was Abraham buried, and Sarah his wife. Oh, well, I guess, I assume they just buried her in the cave. I guess they buried her in a field. Whatever, neat. So they're both in the field now. Ba-bump. And it came to pass that after the death of Abraham, that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt in the land of Lahoi. 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 Um, and these are the generations of Ishmael. Abraham's son, whom Hagar, the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaid, Baron to Abram. Oh, God. And these were the names of the son of Ishmael. By their names, according to the generations of Ishmael, Nabajoth, and Kadar, and Abdil, and Nibsam, and Nishma, and Duma, and Masa, Hadar, and Tema, Jatur, Napish, and Kedema. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names by the towns and their castles. Twelve princes, according to their nations. Nido. And these are the years of the life of Ishmael, a hundred and thirty-seven years. And he gave up the ghost and died and was gathered unto his people. And they dwelt from Havilar unto Shur, and that is before Egypt, and though, as thou goest toward Assyria. And he died in the presence of all his brethren. Kind of sounds like that was a direction. Now you want to go before, it's before Egypt, uh, but it's on the road to Assyria. But if you hit Egypt, you've gone too far. Uh, that's where you'll find Havilah. 
Uh, and these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Pandanaram, the sister of Tulaban, the Syrian. Uh, and Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. Son of a bitch! And the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Hmm. All right. And the children struggled together within her. You. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. Wait, struggled within her? Like, is there like ten of them just trying to get out? Or was it just a, like, she was having a shit ton of miscarriages? Or. Huh. All right, let's find out. Uh, and the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. Ow. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elders shall serve the younger. Um, okay. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. Aha. Um, so they must have been fighting and raging, and the older will serve the younger. Okay. Uh, two men or a people are separated from thy bowels. So we're getting, we're going to get two different types of kids coming out of Rebecca, sadly. Um, all right. And the first came out red, uh, all over like a hairy garment, you know, and they called his name Esau, 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 And after that came his brother out and his hand took hold on Esau's heel and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them. Oh, wait, threescore? He was forty when they met. Were they sixty? I'm not really sure. Uh, and the boys grew, and Esau, the cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. All right. And Isaac loved Esau because he did not eat of his venison, but Rebekah loved Jacob. It seems like Isaac loves his son because, like, you don't eat my food, right? I like you more than Jacob. Huh. And Jacob sawed pottage. So he was a potter, I guess. And Esau came from the field, and he was faint. Okay. And Esau saw Jacob. Feed me, I pray thee, uh, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. The fuck does that mean? Okay, but apparently pottage maybe means porridge or some shit, or some sort of food. Okay, uh, and so Esau comes back from hunting, obviously not having a good time, and is like, oh, I'm so tired, uh, and you should feed me. I'm going to faint, I suppose. But why the fuck do we change his name all of a sudden? By the way, we want to call him Adam now. Uh, oh, God. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. What a cunning little shit fuck. And Esau said, Behold, I am the point I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? You know, it's odd, because how can you sell that particular birthright? And who among the world will know? Uh being like, hey, uh, he sold his birthright to me. I mean, I suppose this happens afterward that hopefully, you know, he goes around being like, Hey, so I was about to die, he saved me, so in uh come up and for all this. Um he is now the older uh, to all this. But still, like, what a cock. 
like, oh, you're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna die. Oh, you're gonna die. That sucks. Yeah, die. Well, what's this? Well, what's this? I got uh, I got porridge. I got food here. Huh. Mm, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Enough for two people, I think. But uh, you know, you're pretty hungry sometimes, so probably enough for you. So I'll tell you what, I'm gonna give you this porridge, pottage, whatever, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna relinquish the crown. You cock. I'd rather die. But no, that's me. Um, and Jacob said, swear to me this day, and he swear unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Oh, I don't like Jacob that much. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Okay. All right, well, we're moving on to the next chapter, chapter 26. Good fun. All right, here we go. Uh, and there was a famine in the land, because the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. Okay. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. I like how they clarify. This is a different plague than the one before. It's just worded weird. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee. For unto thee, 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 and unto thy seed, I will give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars in the heaven, will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Okay, so going through that. Hey, motherfucker, you need to go into a place that I'm telling you of. Um, and it'll really work out for you and everybody down the line. All right. Okay, great. And Isaac dwelt in Gerar. Okay. Was that where he was supposed to go, or did God just say, hey, don't go to Gerar, it'll fucking suck? And the men of the place asked him of his wife, and he said, She is my sister. Oh, this shit again. She is my sister. Uh, for he feared to say, She is my wife, lest, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebecca, because she was fair to look upon. Why, again, does it matter <laughs> that you're her brother or her husband? Now, I can kind of get behind the idea to be like, Oh, you're just a husband? Plap, 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 stab, 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 death. But what's to stop them from just killing you anyway, despite the fact that you're the brother? Like, oh, you're a person that's in the way. That's the only reason that they're going to kill you. And if these motherfuckers are doing this all the time, wouldn't you think that you would just ask God to be like, hey, could you make sure I don't get fucking stabbed? Like a constant prayer of people who live in cities and things. Like, I would really like not to get stabbed today for reasons that are beyond me. And also, this puts her, like, his wife already into this, like, she's my sister, go ahead. Like, if they're already, these guys are already planning on killing this guy, what's to stop them from raping her? I mean, murder is, like, a step up beyond rape, I would say. But my god, man, at this point, it just becomes like, oh, we'll just dumb this thing down. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? Uh, I would really love to find this stuff out. 
Like, why was it such a thing? Because it seems cultural at this point. Uh, and it came to pass, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, uh, looked out a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. Didn't we run into Abimelech before? Um, like, with, with Abraham and whatnot. I mean, wouldn't they be aware that Isaac was around? And as such, like, if they're such buddy-buddy with the king and things, wouldn't there be, like, at least a guard or something to go, like, Hey, don't fuck with this guy. Or maybe, like, Abraham to Abimelech is just this pain in the ass who shows up every, like, 50 years. Which, how old is Abimelech now? Uh, I, and having Isaac just showing up is another one of those, like, Ah, you, Sarah the secretary to the king, you need to make your, like, announcements bigger, better. You need to make schedules and things. Carve that shit out of stone. Google stone, you know. Uh... All right, and Abimelech called Isaac and said, "Behold, of a surety, she is thy wife, and how thou how say saidest and how saidest thou she is my sister?" And Isaac said unto him, "Because I said, lest I die for her." I, you dense motherfucker. Because Abimelech saw this shit before. And maybe he's just as lost as as everybody else on this whole thing. Um, and Abimelech said, What is this thou hast done unto us? One of the people might lightly have lien with thy wife, and thou shouldest have brought guiltiness upon us. Let me Let me read that again. One of the people might lightly have lien with thy wife. And thou shouldest have brought guiltness, guiltiness upon us. Ah, okay. So he's bringing up being like, wait a sec. So what are you, what are you doing to, what are you making us do, man? Like, if somebody in this assumed town of the Philistines uh, were to have some sort of liaison with your wife, you would have brought guiltiness upon me. Now, why the fuck are you making it my problem should you change your way on things? I'm with Abimelech on this one. Like, why the fuck, dude? And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that touches this, toucheth this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Great. Good. Let's just knock that out right now. Listen, motherfuckers. You touch him or his wife, I'm going to myrtleize you. <sighs> Will that solve the whole she's my sister bullshit? Then Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Ah, oh, good, wonderful. Uh, and the man waxed great and went forward, and grew until he became very great. All right, good for him. Uh, for he had possession of flocks and possession of herds, which I'm assuming are the same, and great store of servants, a store of servants. Okay, so we got a flock of seagulls, we got a herd of sheep, and a store of servants. I, I feel that there's more to this story that isn't being told. And the Philistines envied him. No shit, man! If you have a store of servants, that's a stupid amount of people to serve you. Also, slavery. Well, maybe not slavery. They might have paid him. Uh, for all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines, had stopped them and filled them with earth. 
Why? For all, oh wait, hold on. Okay, so for all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with earth. You cocks! Okay, now I'm jumping back on Team Isaac. Why on God's green earth would you go, you know, these water wells are fucking handy. Why don't we, you know, plug them up? We don't need them anymore. Oh, these people. And Avimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. How did he let that happen? I mean, I can look at the, the glory of God unto the highest, and I, lo, I walked into my estate, and there I saw a hundred cattle, and a hundred this, and a thousand that, and a store of servants, and everything worked out, and I have more than the king. King Abimelech of the Philistines is nothing compared to Isaac, the servant of the Lord. Burnham, 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 burnham. Fuck yeah, dude, but awesome. But... Uh, <laughs> Still, Abimelech, being assumingly jealous, going, Hey, get the fuck out. Uh, and Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. All right. Good for him. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which he, they had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. Oh, God. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. I I just don't, un even as a sign of respect, that is a stupid, stupid, stupid thing to do. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. No shit! And the herdsmen of Gerar did strive with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Essek, because they strove with him. Okay. All right. And they digged another well and strove for that also. And he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence and digged another well. And for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, For now the Lord hath made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. I... I just... Boy, it's real convenient that they just recently put up all these fucking pieces of dirt that, you know, after Dad died, and, you know, well, it probably wasn't, you know, there was probably some years that went by, so it's really fucking hard to find these things. But I can't imagine that it was really hard to find these wells, because, you know, they're not just holes, they are holes in the ground, but, you know, usually you put, like, some stones and some shit around to go like, hey, water's here, motherfucker. And, you know, you probably have people going like, you know, it was really nice when we had the well at the at the gas station on 5th or whatever. And fucking A, dude, why would you? <laughs> this is a plot device. And it, uh, okay. And he went up from thence to Beersheba. All right, we were going back to Beersheba. Uh, and the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham thy father, fear not, for I am with thee. All right. And I will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. All right. I mean, thanks, I guess. I mean, good. And he built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. <laughs> and there Isaac's servants digged a well. Another one? There's like six now. 
And then Avalek went to him from Gorar, and Ahuzeth, one of his friends, and Fikshol, the chief captain of his army. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Isaac built an altar and another well, and Abimelech went, all right. Um, with Azathath, Ahuzath, and Fickle, Fickle, Fichol, the captain of his army. All right. And Isaac said unto them, Wherefore come ye to me, seeing ye hate me, and have sent me away from you? Yeah, what the fuck, guys? And they said, We saw certainly that the Lord was with thee, and we said, Let there be now an oath betwixt us, but even betwixt us, and thee, and let us make a covenant with thee, that thou wilt do not, uh, us no hurt, as we have not touched thee, and as we have done unto thee nothing but good, and have sent thee away in peace. Thou art now blessed by the Lord. Hmm. That's dickish. I, I suppose we look for forgiveness even in those that cast us out. But, man, these guys are opportunists. These Abimelech and Azuath and Fikol. And I imagine the only reason they filled up those particular wells and probably put those little sprinkler system flags on there was for that this motherfucker to come around and go like, well, why don't we just fix up the wells? Boy, this is a really convenient situation. Let's see if we can trick God, maybe. And it seems that it didn't really work because the Lord is like, well, this will work out too, I guess. And they went, hey, you talk to God, right? 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 You're blessed. And if you live with us, our entire land will be blessed. And it'll be a great fucking time, won't it? Yeah, rad. Let's go do that shit. But motherfucker, this is a really weird way to go about that. Why wouldn't you just keep the guy who was in there in the beginning when you already had everything kind of going? You sent him away because you were jealous. I get it. But man, like, and you don't want to lose your position as king. Get that too. And you don't want to do anything dickish like being like, fuck off, like send him away because then you'll want to bring him back. And this seems to be more embarrassing than anything else. Uh, these, this land is ruled by children. Um, and he made them feast, and they did eat and drink. All right. And they rose up at times in the morning and swear one to another, and Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. All right, cool. And he went to pass the same day that Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had digged and said unto him, We have found water. Oh my God, we dug a well and we found some fucking water. Although I will admit that probably the well diggers probably have fewer successes than they do victories. And it's probably really great when they finally dig a well and go, shitballs mouse, we found a goddamn well. We found some water down here. Oh, sex be praised. And he called it Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba unto this day. It was Beersheba before he even showed up to the fucking place. Are you just signifying that this will always be called Beersheba? Because that would make more sense. But man, if it was Beersheba anyway, that seems like a dickish move. Like, you go to a new town and be like, you go to New York and you find yourself a well there and go, we will call this town New York. It's already going to be called New York, you shit. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> Obviously, this is a very fiery episode. And Esau was 40 years old when he took to wife Judith, the daughter of <laughs> Beery, Beery the Hittite. This sounds awesome. Beery, B-E-E-R-I, Beery the Hittite, 
He sounds like a great guy. And Bashamath, the daughter of Elon the Hittite. Bashamath? Hmm, Bashamath. Yeah, okay. Uh, which were a grief of mind unto Isaac and to Rebekah. Okay, so I'm going to back up. So Esau, back to... Well, wasn't his name Edon? He, he was supposed to be called Edon, wasn't he? Like earlier in the chapter... All right, whatever. Esau was 40 years old when he took to wife Judith, the daughter of Biri the Hittite, and Bishameth, the daughter of Elah, which were a grief of mind unto Isaac and Rebekah. Okay, so Esau gets hitched at 40, and it's those folks. And apparently Isaac and Rebekah are like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Why, God? Oh. Okay, all right. Fantastic. That worked out. Well, we got through two chapters, and it's a nice and early day for this one. All right. Cool. Radical. Hope you had as much fun during this, because certainly got my blood pumping. But I'll tell you now. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, so yeah. If you feel the need to contact us of any... Well, me, because I'm the only one kind of running this particular ship. You can contact me. Send me emails. Send me thoughts and concerns. Send me, you know, your feedback and things. Send me why you hate the show. Send me why you like the show. Send me all this stuff. You can totally do that. And I got two fantastic ways for you to do it. All you gots to do is uh, hop onto your emailies and type in according to stupid at gmail.com. And in fact, if you look at the show notes, holy shit fuck, it's there. I put it there, making it convenient for everybody involved, going like, I want to email this motherfucker and tell him I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. I'm going to tell him why he's wrong about all sorts of things and why he's so mad about stupid stuff. And or be like, yeah, what the shit, man? I'm I'm reading the book with you. I got the King James book open with me, and I can see why it's really fucking tough to read these weird words with chs and ekes and beeries and beershebas that were already beershebas involved. You know, I'm with you, man. And sometimes a bit of word encouragement is always nice. You know, God's watching. Do your good deed, man. But if you want something short, if you maybe want to follow along with what we're kind of doing, I need to post a lot more stuff on there, you can look me up on Twitter. And it's at Accord to Stupid. Uh, just on Twitter. And it has my little logo thing on there. It's super rad. Uh, and you can find us on, like, SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Play and TuneIn and Blueberry and Player FM and probably a couple other places that I'm really not aware that I'm happening to be. And it'd be super cool if you shared it around. You know, be like, hey, I have a fun time listening to this. I think you'd have a good time too. But maybe I'm a guilty pleasure. Not gonna lie. I say the fuck word a lot. And it's gonna happen, man. Especially with all these confusing, like, we dug a well. And there was, and it worked out really well for everybody. But And, yeah. Also, if you feel the need, if you feel the desire in your heart of hearts, maybe you need to find yourself some hope in the upcoming election that's, that happened today, and maybe just be like, oh man, I don't, I'm not finding a whole lot of hope. Maybe I need to turn to the good book. Well, shit, man, I'm already doing that kind of for you. Now, true, I'm only in the beginning, but eventually I'll be all the way through it, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be something that you can tell your children, I listen to this stupid shithead, do his whole entire thing. Grandpa, you shouldn't swear like that. Grandma doesn't like it. Fuck her. Um, and, and so on. But if you feel this need, if you feel the need to support us and things, all you got to do is go to Patreon. And I think I just took off the explicit thing because I'm not naked on the site. That You can actually find us again. 
And I, I put it on the SoundCloud. And I put it on a couple other places. And you can just be like, hey, man, super cool. And you just throw a buck. Hell, that, that means a lot. I already got some goals set up. I got some cool things that I, I can do for you guys. Especially if you keep on donating every month, I get to make little little announcements for stuff. And, and, and that's cool, right? Why wouldn't it be? I mean, hearing your name on a podcast that lists that goes off to, to a whole bunch of people, or is at least accessible to a whole bunch of people, that's, that's awesome, isn't it? That's super rad. Why wouldn't you do this? Um, yeah, so if you feel the need, that, that, that'd be really handy. And it would certainly make my day, that's for sure. Um, we do have the face place that people seem to be looking at, which is nice. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. You, if you like hearing my voice, if you like hearing me not saying the fuck word as often and going off on my own little tangents, if you like hearing books as they're meant to be read, well, have no fear. You just go to audible.com and you just look up my name, John Waters, and you'll find a bunch of stuff that I've done. I've done like 37 books now of varying different qualities, but a lot of them are super great. I'm quite proud of myself. And they sound awesome, and I'm doing all sorts of different character voices on some of them. And it's, and it's good, man. Happy days. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it for me. Congrats on the short episode, guys. A lot of that was you know, begettings and stupids. Um, so yeah, congrats. Well done. Happy voting. And we'll see how hopeful tomorrow's going to be. Right? A little scared. Not going to lie. You're all pretty. And I think God loves you. Bye. Ah, shit, I'm not pressing the button. And once again, I gotta tell you about the guy who made that particular song that you just listened to. Don't really know his name, but I do know his website. It's www.bensound.com, and that song is called Sunny. And holy crap, if you want your own commercial on here, it's easy. Contact me at accordingtostupid at gmail.com, and you can get whatever you want for a very nominal fee. Getting on here, and it'll be super cool, and people will hear it. Won't you love that? Holy crap, I would.